We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Hello, hello, hello. Hello there. Hi. <laughs> and welcome to Thule Squadron Radio. My name is Kisley. <laughs> What? This is Jan. And I am Ayid. What are you laughing at, Ayid? <laughs> I don't get Jan's like two, three second pause <laughs> after we speak, and he's like, nope. Hi. Nope. I know why it, why it is. Huh? He, he's waiting. Because he's waiting for Haukon. He's waiting for Haukon to do his. But Haukon isn't yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to claim that there was a there was a network spike because on my end I was hearing you on top of Kisley, so we were sort of talking while oh. he was still doing his introduction. So oh, I don't know. Right. Well, good thing I am recording then. Yeah. <laughs> so we this have is a... the longest podcast after all. Yeah, this is the longest podcast. So we have a guest. Yes, we do. Should we introduce Hi, him? everybody. Yeah. If, 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 if people don't recognize that voice, uh, this is obviously Mark Stewart from the X-Wing. The Turkeys. Mark Stewart. Not here for the first time, not even the second time. He's been here a few times. But we always, always like having you. How are you, Mark? I think it's my first time here sober, but... Well, can I say big fan, big fan? That, that's something. <laughs> Is that a good thing or no? I doubt it. <laughs> We're working on fixing that. Don't yeah, you? Yeah, worry. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Good, good. So, how uh, are you, Mark? It's good to be back. Yeah, I can't really complain. Somehow we're in October. Is it November? I, I don't know. Time has passed. X-wing well, is X-wing, but I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? I, I'm kind of crying a little bit because a year ago we were at Worlds. Yeah. <laughs> Just today. Uh, we uh, should still be recovering from whatever massive hangover we got at Worlds 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean that would only be fair. Actually. I mean, it's Thursday. So, <laughs> yeah. So we only just got back, and we're not. We probably went to the first day at work, and are like really hangover. Yeah, yeah that sounds just about right. <laughs> the Americans that you just tricked into drinking Brennavin would still be hating themselves. <laughs> Either that, or they still be yelling. <laughs> that too. That was always a highlight of worlds. They always <laughs> underestimated you guys. <laughs> well, we had a we had a X-wing famous person like take a take a Icelandic beer like and, and squeeze it in his mouth. 
Like he, he he made a hole and squeezed it, and then he figured, oh shit, this is not this is not like coarse light or anything like that. <laughs> it was like <laughs> oh, 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 almost six <laughs> percent. Well, and it had flavor, unlike what they're used to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For, yeah. For reference, for those of you in the developed world wondering what the hell Gizli's talking about there, he's referring to shotgunning a beer. Yeah, shotgunning. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Make a hole and squeeze. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that is. I I might start referring to it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Make, a hole, and squeeze Make it. a hole and squeeze it. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, no. Actually, uh, yesterday I was uh, trying to explain to somebody who Gisli was, and I just told him that well, he was the guy that was enabling the uh, it's the resistance crowd with alcohol at worlds. Yeah. Well, and got busted. No, well, narked. No, no. Narked and busted on. No. <laughs> the thing is, this was my Brandywin, but I didn't have it. That was Steppe. Steppe no. had the Brandywin. Mm -hmm. He was handing it out, and Steppe mm -hmm. was busted. And the first thing Steppe did was to point at me and say, This is the guy who owns it. it. <laughs> 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 he brought it. I didn't do it. Mm -hmm. oh. Especially considering how much liquor there was flowing around, and then the guy like, there was then the guy confiscated like the one shot that there was left of the whole liter bottle. Yeah, there was only like a sip left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was an individual who will remain nameless who was like a magical genie that every time I saw them, there were little shooters of liquor that would be left all over the streaming table. It was it was like the best. Christmas present ever. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, actually, Mark, uh, last time you were on, uh, we made a bet. We did. I don't remember it. I just remember I was right. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always right, even when I'm wrong. Yeah, but you True. were right. I went back and checked. Uh, so the question is, did Gisley repay you the beer, or does he still owe you one? I think I still owe him. I think me and him both owe each other many beer, but <laughs> what was the bet again to enlighten me? It was I think the bet yeah. was something like how much all uh, plus title would be costed, and you were like, "It is going to be no more than seventy-five points," and it turned out to be seventy-five points exactly. So you were technically correct. The best kind. Apparently, of I used to know something about X-wing. No. Ah, I wouldn't call. I wouldn't call it that. Lucky, maybe. <laughs> I'd no, rather no. be lucky than good. It's more fun. <laughs> it is true, especially if you fly aces. Oh yeah, yeah. Occasionally, luck has its end, though. I like. I'm not. I'm pretty sure I'm not allowed to fly Sunterfell after last year's regional season. Well, you soon to reverse four rebels, and I came out on top. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> nice. I, I remember that. You have the damn trophy I want. Right. That's. <laughs> but. Uh, but good we, days. Good we have days. We, we have some guest questions. I mean, you have obviously answered some of them. Haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Most of them. Probably. I think I predate the guest questions at one point too. 
Yeah, you, sure. did, you did, you did. But we do have a new guest question. Which you haven't answered. Yeah, we do indeed. So, uh, so um, yeah, you're explaining it, Kisly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you heard of the game, like, uh, FMK? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is similar to it, but it's it's buff, nerf or remove from the game. So okay. we, we we pick three pilots, okay. pick three pilots, and you need to tell us which one of them you would buff, which one of them you would nerf, and what which one of them you would remove from the game entirely. See, that's the thing. I for me, I, I have my biases and I keep 100% to them. Whisper needs a buff, period. She Wait, always needs a buff. You Whisper's haven't, awesome. You haven't heard the pilots we're Wait, going to pick. Aw, even... you get to pick the pilots. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Otherwise, it would be uh, so easy. Sorry? <laughs> yeah. So... So Whisper is among our chosen pilots. Yeah. So uh, buff, nerf, and remove. Whisper, Duchess, and Carl. Oh, <laughs> you sadistic bastards! <laughs> yes. Thank you. Like that is that is my list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Shit. I mean, you, okay, you, you can do it. it then. You, you can do it with points or uh, or slots or. No. Anything. Um, so you got to nerf Carl because he's amazing. He is god tier, and you need to be able to constrain his points or at least make him worth it. Um, Gizli, our friendship might be over here. I think if that's giving this sadistic scenario, you you take Whisper out and you leave on a high note. And so, you buff Duchess. Wow. <laughs> yes. Whisper is not removed from the game, so to say. She is placed on a pedestal as the epitome of what X-Wing should be. And we can never improve her, so... Yeah, so we just stop playing her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because then terrible <laughs> rebel players can stop bitching and moaning because they don't understand how a decloak works. <laughs> so she... And surely she's just retiring. Exactly, she's retired at the prime of her life. Well, to be fair, I'll, I would just fly Sigmas then. <laughs> so whatever. Exactly, Pac-Man. Yeah. Pac-Man did nothing wrong. Hashtag. As an aside, I do love how Carl has become a ubiquitous term, though. It is the the day I was sitting there watching a random stream of some folks in Germany at like a store championship, and they kept referring to Carl the Academy pilot, is when I realized that <laughs> Carl finally made it. Yeah, I mean, you told me this 2017, which is when I started using Carl. Uh, Carl's card is still probably one of my favorites. Uh, the one we did? With, with, uh, you guys with... did a great one, but I, oh, I, yeah. I think I've handed out something like 250 Carl oh, cards yeah. at the last couple worlds. <laughs> Carl has spread to the wind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
the one you did. Oh, of course, the, the the drawn one. Oh, yeah, that was a, that was amazing. So, oh, did did Jan just leave us? Yeah, I guess I offended him that much by yeah. serving Carl. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he wouldn't care about the whisper thing, but Carl, that was pushing it. Uh, Don't get me wrong, I love me some Duchess. I've had many a debate as to what which the best uh, striker is, but Duchess will always hold a special place in my heart. Yeah, I mean, I used to fly Pierceback a lot in 1.0. I loved Pierceback, but. Duchess is just so much better. <clears throat> yep, thank God she's not I6. So, yeah, you're here again. Yeah, I tried to fix the latency issue. Uh, okay. I don't know if it worked. Okay. Anyway, should we uh, get into the news? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh, news. News. Nice. Okay, so since we are uh, the official TTS support podcast who always endorsed TTS as the superior platform, <laughs> um, then I just wanted to let everybody know that uh, there's been some additions to TTS yeah. uh, to help you do things. So like the dial now has buttons, so you can uh, specify the orientation of ships during setup. Mm -hmm. You have an align button, so you can align to close 45 degree angles mm -hmm. and you can modify the position of the ship along with the rotation. So yeah. clearly they uh, they learned from the uh, the Dathomir incident. Mm -hmm. Was it Dathomir? I think it was no, Dathomir. Oh, no, no, it was Concord Dorn. <coughs> anyway, so yep. after that brief propaganda, we also had some news article. Yes. Which is awesome. We got the article about the ETA two called "Push the Limit." That's a that's a name we have heard before, right? Mm. And a term that we still use. Yeah, I mean, Poe still pushes the limit, and I'm gonna push the limit on Poe. <laughs> he he's the only like. Pilot in the game that still has push the limit. Yeah, pure push the limit. Yes, he does. Yeah, true. Anyways, DTA two more appropriate. Of course, this is where the fun begins. Yeah. Well, I I, I have to admit. Yay! More republic. First, first time when I read the article, I was underwhelmed. Until I started reading it even more, and I am quite terrified of this now. I do believe you mean excited about this ship. Ah, no terrified. Probably more terrified than excited. Remember, those ships. Okay. Those ships can have regen as well. So. Yeah. Okay, should we go over? Yeah, they can pop in an R5 droid, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They, do we know if they have a mod slot or not? We are assuming they don't. Yeah. Right. 
because that would be, I don't know, bad. Uh, and they haven't spoiled any mods in the article. so No, not yet. No. Anyways. But we, but do have, we do have a new force power. Yes, called Extreme right. Maneuvers. Which is basically... Uh, Daredevil. Daredevil, yeah. Yeah, you spend the force to make it a hard boost instead of the normal boost. Yeah. So you spend a force instead of gaining a stress. Yeah. Right. Which is great, especially when you can do it in the system phase. Mm -hmm. But then you have to spend two <sighs> force. So I think these ships will go through force like, I don't know. Yeah. People at Worlds through economy. What I am also thinking of is put this on Afterburner's Vader. But you can, however, because you need to have the boost action in order to get it. You can only equip yeah. your small ship with oh, a boost. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. You don't, you don't get the action, so, of course. Yeah, Luke uh, can't have it either because oh. it's conditional on the, on the forest card. No, okay, okay, yeah. Okay, that's true. That's true. Okay. Silly me. Silly me. So basically, Anyways. only the deltas and the Eddas can take this. Oh, I think uh, the uh, uh, the Inquisitors can take it. Oh, <gasps> Ray yeah. can take it. Oh, because she's not a small ship. Oh, yeah. it's a small ship. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> a one hard boost on a large base. Oh, hilarious boost. Inquisitors, like <sighs> one hard boost, one hard, and. Link it to a focus. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, except all the Inquisitors you want to play, you want to have all the forces up in there when you engage. Yeah. You have a focus. No, I mean, uh, for the ability of, like, Fifth Brother, you need both. Yeah, I, I'm talking about the basic, uh, basic inquisitors. The top inquisitors are the generic ones. Sorry? Sorry? Use it on the generic ones. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. I really like that. Um, but we've got some pilots as well. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I just put in the new ones in the show notes. I mean, we've talked about Anakin and uh, yeah. Obi-Wan oh, before. But we've got Aayla Secura um, as an I-5, two fours, while an enemy ship in your front arc at range zero to one prefers, performs an attack. The defender may change one blank result to a focus result. Which is amazing. Yeah, but it's... Notice that it doesn't... So, sorry, you, you're dropping out. Oh, okay. Um, notice that it doesn't cost her any force to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This just happens. It just happens. But still, it's it's only range zero to one, and it's only in her front arc, so it's it is quite limited. It's I wouldn't say it's like overpowered in any way. But... It's mm. strong. It's but strong, yeah. We'll see what they cost her at. I mean, this works for herself. So it's like 
I'm gonna be in your face. No, she's not in her own arc. No, while an enemy ship in your forward arc performs an attack, the defender oh, yeah. may change one blank. Yeah, of course. So it's, yeah. yeah. She's gonna be a really powerful flanker. Yeah. Because yeah. it's gonna force them to either turn and deal with her or be giving out passive mods. Yeah. Yeah. And we all remember from 1.0 soon here how dangerous any mod to a blank is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sort of like uh, Concordia face off for herself. Yeah. Pretty much, since she has the force. This is gonna be bonkers. It's gonna be if, nice. if flown right, it's gonna force you to either deal with it or turn and blow her up and then you're you're revealing a whole flank. Yeah. In the hands of someone who plays really well, it's going to be dangerous. In the hands of your average player, she's just going to be wasted. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. Cool. It's it's the killer before she gets into range one thing. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel overall sort of if we compare uh this to a CLT to Sprite and a 7B to Sprite. How do you think they sort of align on the, on the pricing curve? Are these going to be cheaper than the CLTs or more expensive? Um, uh, if we're talking about I mean, the generic ones, they are probably... Well, this oh, we started talking like like to like, right? So, yeah. Ayla might be, you know, if you compare her to, I don't know, Plo. I would say more, more, right? more, more expensive than Plo. I would assume. No, maybe not. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, well, okay. I'll say more expensive. They've got a pretty lovely dial. I'll give them that. Yeah, it does. They yeah, do, they but they just go through force like there's no tomorrow, right? Right. Yeah. They got the two two uh, uh, T rolls that are you have to spend the force to do your target lock. You need uh, force to target lock. Mm -hmm. mm. And your ship and, ability. And the ship yeah. ability also requires you to spend the force. Mm -hmm. But so, then having a pilot ability that isn't limited to force, like the ability to for say Ayla to talon roll and then boost into a really awkward spot is going to make it really difficult to deal with her ability potentially. Do that anyone if she's got the range one in the firing arc? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she might not be doing damage herself, but she's yeah. going to make it very difficult for. And you win that. She wins that battle of attrition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Completely. I, I watching all this force expenditure. Uh, I'm kind of thinking uh, Yoda might become really popular. Yeah, both as a crew and as a pilot. Yeah, like the yeah. ability to give force back to someone, yeah. making force someone. A... It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel more as a crew. Than as a pilot, yeah. because yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean that I free in this chassis. Yeah. Mm. I think the biggest benefit that the uh, that the other two has, however, is the wide debate. Yeah, that's kind of mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, yes, yeah. really defensive. 
Yeah, just take an yeah, evade and have half force. Half force. Yeah. It's kind of this ship is kind of similar, but also kind of inverse from the Delta Seven, where where uh, the uh, you know the evade is is purple there, mm. and what the about... target lock is purple over on on the Eta. What about if you compare? That like, being said, I was thinking compare Ayla to to Grand Inquisitor. Both have really good dials. Two force. True. Two attack, three agility. Yeah. Well, mm. the Inquisitor, Inquisitor has, two, has two, shields. two shields, yes. But he doesn't have the bullseye three. And he doesn't have a 24-point supernatural reflexes for free. Right. <laughs> oh, but it's not really supernatural reflexes. It's no, a, it's, but it's in how is system. it not? It's in the system because you have no inform information on where the where the opponent is going. Like oh, sorry, system as opposed to before you activate. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's 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 ten point supernatural reflexes. Yeah. It's more like a decloak. Yeah, small decloak. Yeah. Mini phantoms. Yeah, but it's a decloak with a lot of options. I think if you play these well, then during mm -hmm. sort of knife fighting, then you can, you know. You can use your intuitive controls, block somebody, and yeah. then do your move on your initiative. Basically, like phantoms do. Oh, you have you have I once. What if I just block you and then K turn behind you? Oh, that's, that's so nice. Oh yeah, that's that's kind of nasty. Uh, but have you guys noticed? Okay, let's move on to. Uh... I, I need no, to mention one thing about if you look at the Ayla card and the Shakti and Yoda, those are three different ships in a way. Do you notice three different kinds of e e e tattoos? Yoda's is just adorable. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think uh, Ailas and Chucks are the same, but no, Ayla just have the ring card. They're not because Ayla, no, Ayla has the has the same cockpit as a Je Jedi general, and if you look at those, it's not the same because Shak Shakti has the Tie Fighter cockpit. No, they've got the same cockpit, but it's the wings. No, it doesn't have the same cockpit. Oh, it does. We can keep doing this all night. There's some lens <laughs> flare on the Jedi General one, but the wing know. flare is definitely different. Yeah, that is. That's true. I'm probably going to take all my wing flares off because they don't look nice without it. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, let, uh, let's do Shakti, uh, the compassionate mentor. So at the start of the end phase, yeah. you may spend any number of force to choose that many friendly ships at range zero to two. Each mm -hmm. chosen ship does not remove one focus or evade token during the end phase. Mark, you're gonna love this. Okay, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> go back for a second here. In what world? Because I only now just looked at it. Is Yoda crew only fourteen points? That, especially on a faction that is so force starved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's fifteen points, right? It's, sorry, 
Is it? Sorry, 15, 15 points yeah. to add two force to any ship. Yeah, and purple coordinate. <laughs> and, <laughs> and a wicked, wicked ability. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying before I went off on a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So, Shakti. So, basically, during the end phase, you can spend force, and however much force she spends, she can choose that many ships that do not remove a focus or evade token during the end phase. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this spending is done just before the f her force comes back. Yeah. Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, so on before first engagement, everybody puts up uh, an evade token. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, if, not everybody. It's no more than two, right? Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. She only has two sure. force. Sure. So well, I guess also, with Yoda, you could you could go up to four. Mm -hmm. Sure. At the very least, she's got a built-in comm relay. Yeah. Wait, exactly. Can, can you actually do that with Yoda? Don't you have to like uh, you know? I have two force. I can put that into the queue. Oh and, God. And, and then Yoda comes in after oh. that happens. Uh, Yoda. So Yoda, as that, that's where it might be different, where Yoda as a ship. No, so we're, we're thinking about... She's flying with Yoda. No, no, you're right, Ed. You're right, Ed. You can't do more than two. Because yeah. you have to be... When you put Shakti's ability in... Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have, you have to, to have, have available resources to actually do it. Mm -hmm. And you hmm. only have two No, wait. Wait. Yeah, you have to pay the cost at once. Right. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, so you can spend two. Yoda can pay for one of them. Right. Um, and then Shakti is full full force for next. And then Shakti recovers one. And Yoda also recovers one. Yeah. So you can do two at the initial engagement. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty good. And then he, Shakti is I four. Yeah. So I guess that's fine. Then we have Yoda, which we talked about to mm -hmm. no end. Only I free. Um, sad. sad face. Sad. <laughs> I, I, with three force, I think it's fine. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's fine because I mean, force. Force is not gonna last. He's just gonna be hunted down and killed. Yeah. If you build a list that is built around Yoda being there to help you out, mm -hmm. you're gonna be sad. Mm -hmm. um, are you? Are you? If Ayla is following up with the uh, range one ability and Yoda's just. Shrugging it off. Eh, I'll just flip this blank to a focus and using my force to evade, and then I'll use my evade token. Yeah, maybe, but I mean, killing Yoda would be like killing a I free Darth Vader. Um, except you where the shields are already down. So yeah. except he's going to be a fraction of the points. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how expensive they're going to be, but. Like uh, that that's the caveat all the time when we talk about this. If they classify the Ada to anything less than aggressively, it's you're going to see a lot of play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, that being said, is probably exactly what we'll see out of FFG, because that'll sell all kinds of that kit. Oh, God. Now you're <laughs> writing me up. 
I had a rant no no later than last episode on this exact point. Uh, I'm mean, fully aware. <laughs> Mark said, "Poke the bear, poke the bear." <laughs> the numbers are against you. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. But I'm I'm speaking on a podcast on the internet. I don't need facts and figures. I just you know throw unsubstantiated bullshit to the wind and let the community just rile it up into a frenzy over nothing. Okay, I I can respect that. <laughs> the uh, the the Flynox had the exact same sentiment where they you know. Uh, I think D mentioned uh, uh, FFG tends to point their new stuff so that'll be played. It's the only way to properly playtest it. Get it on the table and let the feedback from the community come in and find yeah. out what works and what doesn't. Because <laughs> the playtesting system is fundamentally flawed. Yeah. But I mean, and to be honest, there's not really that much difference between releasing it over-costed and then way under-costing it in the next wave. <laughs> it's just That's it's true. just a timing issue regarding when you get the feedback. Right? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I mean, I had I, well, my faith was somewhat restored when that was costed, right? It is because that that thing became expensive. Yeah. And perhaps R rightly so. Rightly so, yeah. I'm going to say that, yeah. yeah. Anyways. So we also have a generic. Yep. An I-4. An I-4 Jedi General with two fours. <sighs> yeah. Ooh. How do you call this thing? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it even going to be... Is it going to be sub-50? Yeah, it has to be sub-50. But it's not going to be sub forty. Do you want it to be sub? Yeah, it's yeah, it's going to be sub fifty. You're right. Well, you yeah. got to compare it to our existing force generics. Yeah. Like if an inquisitor is thirty six points with one force, this has got to be pretty damn close to fifty. With two force. <laughs> Do you think the second force is that much better? I mean, second force, the the ship ability, the bullseye arc, the the ability to do an advanced maneuver and not be stressed. Um, yeah, I think the second force things, is worth about eight points that. in and of itself. All these things cost that second force, though, right? Yeah, yeah. But it gives you that option. Yeah. Yeah, and I agree that they're going to be more expensive than a generic inquisitor. Uh, I just don't think there will be above 50. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that that uh, gives the ERA minus versus the Inquisitor I3s is really they don't have any shields. I mean, they you lose a couple of shields. Uh, you, do, you, lose, one you lose one total health, yeah. of which two of them are shields. So Yeah. Yeah. So say they price this thing at around, if if they price it at less than forty, so say thirty nine to to forty five, I think having multiple of them with predictive shot would be entirely playable. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's the exact chassis that benefits from an upgrade we haven't seen hit much play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the ability to go, well, I don't really care if I'm sitting range three and plinking. 
because I'm going to hit you for two. Oh, by the way, you're only rolling two dice. Yeah. Yep. Suck it, Vader. Exactly. Yeah. That being said, lining up long distance bullseye shots is something else, but. Yeah, but it's got the <laughs> it's got the tools to do it with the intuitive controls of the ship chassis. No, but actually, the intuitive controls does not really help in lining up bullseyes because you have to do it before you see where everything else is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean the the predictive shot. That's what you're lining up. I mean, to yeah, get the that's, shot. that's just that's just the front arc, right? So. Yeah. So it, the predictive shot means you have less of a downside when you don't have bullseye. Mm -hmm. But I agree. It, I think it could be fine um, on these. Predictive. But it should also be it should also be fine on the inquisitors if that's the case. Uh -huh. Oh, Which you got predictive shots. Oh, right, right, right. Never mind. Well, the thing with inquisitors <laughs> is to get it off, they don't have the mod. They're spending their one force. Because theoretically, oh, the Inquisitor is spending their action to barrel roll to line up the bullseye. Yeah, yeah, and so will these probably. I, right. I I was thinking uh, we were talking about foresight with the bullseye natural oh, yeah. thing. Um, oh. actually, that is also a very valid point. Yeah, the ability to pre-position barrel roll to line up foresight. Yeah. Every oh, yeah. other turn. Yeah. That's uh, four of those. That'll be something. I'm going to be very unimpressed if the ship comes in at less than 47. <laughs> 47 would honestly be just about right just to say you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do four with foresight. Yeah, right. Okay, but we're going to have to do the bet, Mark, because we did that last time you and I were here. So Where do you think it's coming in? I'm willing. I'm willing to take you up that uh, the I four Jedi general is going to be less than forty seven. I'll take that bet. Okay, and the bet is a beer at Walls, and I, I like actually it. do plan on going next time. There's the option to do that. <laughs> I might not still play X Wing, but I'll definitely show up to Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else, then just for that beer. Yeah. Uh, I well, think a grizzly hug. Those things are legendary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm... and obviously for the Bonnevin. Um Yeah. Yeah, we have enough of that locally. Yeah, you get that there, of course. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Icelandic population outside of Iceland. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have the final thing in this pack. Yeah. The final thing in this pack is that there seems to be, if you go back all the way to the uh, the preview, the date of this, was it virtual Gen Con or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, you could actually see that there was a talent card in there, the Mark Sable maneuver. Yep. Um, so are we going to see a Jedi that also has a talent slot? Uh, I hope not, but it sure looks like it's going to happen. Yeah. Though is, I'm also is, is, okay is, with Jedi. great. Is it going to be just one specific pilot, maybe, or all of them? I don't think it's going to be all of them. It could be that the Jedi General doesn't have a force slot, so we can't do all these horrible things we just talked about, and they have a town slot. That would be stupid, though. That would be stupid. 
or it could be that Ayla is uh, such a good pilot that she has uh, both. Or maybe maybe Anakin, actually. Um, ooh, or I could or, see it also in some way tied to the hyperspace rings, only because of what Mark's able closure does. Yeah, true. So they could put it in there just so that if you have a torrent, you can deploy it from the hyperspace ring with the Mark Staple. No, wait, the torrent doesn't fit in it. Uh, what does hyperspace fit in? It's the weaving uh, the Delta, and, the Delta and, the, and the weaving. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking about Shakti. If she has has one, she can she she can basically hold her evade token all the time and use Duke. Or and bear with me here. Oh. Did FFG just fuck up? <laughs> it could be their mistake in a previous article because they never released an article without a mistake. Possible. Oh, it would not be the first time. Because <laughs> it seems more likely if we have a Jedi that has a force ability, or sorry, that has a, a pilot's uh, talent. Talent. Yeah. Talent. There we go. I want to call it an EPT. Mm-hmm. Um, or heaven forbid has both. I don't want to play that game. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, tend to what... agree. I mean, apart from popping Crackshot in there, what really scares us here? Uh, honestly, it's the future-proofing. There's yeah. going to be... Because if they're going to give it to anyone, they're going to give it to Anakin. I mean... Yeah. True. Yeah. Can, you, can you imagine Lone Wolf on Anakin? Jesus. That sounds fair and wholesome. <laughs> oh, outmaneuver. Yeah, or outmaneuver. Or anything, really. Oh. Wow. Or just Crackshot on a thing that already wants to align up the bullseye arc. Yeah. Because Crackshot is the best talent. It still is. It still is. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, move on to the V-Wing. Yep. So even even Predator on Anakin would be terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. true. There is a reason why they split this up. I mean, so that the Force... Force uh, sensitive pilots don't have that kind of mods. But... Well, maybe Anakin has a talent. Uh... We're not going to get into that. We don't have enough time to get through my opinions of the new boot starfighter. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Let's uh, let's get into another fair and wholesome ship, uh, the Wee Wing. Yep. Uh, which a... just came out today mm-hmm. as we are recording. Yep, and it's a nice looking ship. It's like kind of a blend between an Aether Sprite uh, with a rear of an A-Wing, and then they slapped some ridiculous wings on the side of it. It's quite cool. Right. You're not seeing it, what I'm seeing? or? Sure. Yeah. No, I see it. I've also I've always wondered why they call it the V-Wing, but... Compared to all the other ones, it looks the least like its letter. True. Yeah, or, or at least the wings have nothing to do with that. I don't know. Yeah, mm. or on everyone else it was. I guess that's not true. The B wing probably looks the least like its letter. <laughs> that's not untrue. True. But the X wing was already taken. Oh, <laughs> I just remembered what uh, this reminds me of. It reminds me of the Sith Infiltrator. 
I'll be honest, it reminds me of the ship from uh, Star Fox. Okay. Like, just shape-wise. Okay. Okay. It, it, if, if, you, if you look at the top of the ship, it kind of looks like a V. That's, but then again, the Aether Sprite yeah, as well, and a lot of other ships. Yeah. <clears throat> the Imperial V-Bing, also known as the Star Destroyer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can I field multiple of them in a list? Oh, certainly. Okay, so, where did, where the hell did all the upgrades go? I think the cat walked on the keyboard. So um, no, it's still there. Yeah, it's it's a really solid stat line. Like it, it's a Tie Fighter with shields. Yeah, exactly. Two, three, two, which two. is exactly what the V Wing was in canon. Like I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's strange, right? So we have this sort of two, three, two, two stat line, which is the same as like an A wing. Mm-hmm. Inquisitors. <clears throat> and Inquisitors and so on. Yeah. Uh, and the focus and the lock. And, and then we had a red barrel, red barrel and boost into red lock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and then it's got a ship chassis, a ship ability. Yeah. Twin ion engine, which allows it to ignore the tie ship restrictions on upgrade cards. Right. Which are the new upgrade cards that are coming with this pack, at least to start with. So I'm going to jump on that for a second and say it's probably where my biggest disappointment for FFG is. Because one of the core concepts all the way through 2.0 was, you know, trying to avoid forcing buying cross faction. Mm-hmm. But that is some amazing tie upgrades. <laughs> yeah. That you've got to buy into it, that I have to buy into a faction I have no interest in playing. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they didn't specifically say uh, you would have to do it at this time. I mean, there would probably be some card packs or something. With more of those. Oh, yes. But I mean, if I want to competitively play the ship that is the core of an entire faction identity yeah. has unique upgrades for it available only through another faction. Yeah, yeah. sure. Right. I, I, I know. It, it is a bad look. I mean, the good yeah. the good thing here is that Tides are not played competitively anyway. So, um, <laughs> but I mean, eventually they're going to come probably when they do the Imperial Squadron pack. But Carl. But Carl. True. Hey, you're telling me a Carl that can sloop wouldn't be terrifying? It would be fantastic. And (laughs) to be honest, I actually think that particular card is probably the TILN fixed card. It's the first fixed card we're seeing in 2.0. Yeah, might, might be. With the possible exception of Sync Laser Cannon, which is really the IG88 fixed card. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. should, should we so go we have the an I, We have an I2. Yeah, we have an I2. We have an I3. Nothing to see here. Then we have an I5 Oddball. Which probably is Probably the best chassis yet for Oddball. But, yeah. yeah. I, I think mean, I, I, I told you. Yeah. I want to make a little tournament. Just like a three-round tournament. 
where you have to build only with oddball, nothing else. <laughs> so, so you can only build different oddballs, or your squad has to include at least one oddball? No, only oddballs. Only oddballs. <laughs> okay. Can you even get to 200? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't I mean, so go that far. So you take Ada and put her in Oddball in an arc. Okay, that helps. <laughs> I mean, you can okay. you can but put all have... kinds of crew or anything like that. That's okay. Just Oddball pilots. You have to bring Oddball pilots. Mm, That's true. Yeah. That might work. That would be the... I think the bit would be quite important in your Oddball. <laughs> Everything is I-5 meta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we have an oddball. Then Anyways, we have, yep, Three. The, the contrail. Yeah. Well, the defend also I five. Yeah. Well, the defender perform an attack. If the bearing of your revealed maneuver is the same as the enemy ships, you may change one of the enemy ships' focus results to a blank result. Ooh. Hmm. Okay, wait, we have 122 points worth of oddball pilots in the <laughs> game currently, plus yeah. the weaving that's re being released. Mm -hmm. So it's fine, we can do this. Yeah, it's yeah. fine, we can do this. Yeah. We can put on 30, 40 points of upgrades. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay, so is this good, Gisli? I think it might be good. Yeah. <sighs> But it has Sorry, to be this. What are we talking about? It has We're to, talking but, about contract. Yeah, but the bearing of the revealed maneuver has to be the same as the enemy ships. And you have like five different. No, the bearing, three, three different. So. So it's basically if, yeah, if, you're, if, if you're, you are turning right. It's yeah, what does if bearing you, mean? Is it like if you're turning right and the enemy ship is also turning right? That's yeah, bearing the same. of your that, revealed maneuver. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's the same pairing. Yeah, pairing is basically how, what is the area, right? So there's yeah. a hard left, a bank left, a straight, a bank right, and a hard right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a super stupid, <laughs> stupid ability. <laughs> Yeah. And, but, uh, I mean, it's an i5, so with a yeah, boosting I, I guess it's target. optimized for if you're chasing, Same. then it becomes quite obvious, right? Yeah. yeah. But what about all of the abilities that change the uh, revealed maneuver? Oh, I guess there aren't that many. Only like, what, Hera? Or. Boba title, uh, seasoned navigator and stuff. Yeah, but quite a lot of those actually tell you to keep the same. No, they don't. Okay, whatever. It's interesting. It's an I five. Mm -hmm. um, then we have Tarkin, the younger. Yeah. We'll have Tarkin. So he basically has Tarkin, Tarkin's crew ability, uh, where you every turn. You can choose an object that you have locked, and then 
you can give that lock or you can copy that lock to one friendly ship at range zero to three. So you can give target locks to these Jedi's who don't want to do target locks because they cost the force. Yeah. I actually I, I really I really like to see Tarkin there with his actual name. It's not just Grand Moff Tarkin. I mean he's not a Moff there. No, so. he's just no. a he's just a pilot, normal uh, pilot. He's an aspiring admiral. Yeah. But notice that it happens during the system phase. So it's like <laughs> I take a lock this turn, and next turn I can give it to somebody else. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, to be fair, who's even shooting at this thing? Yeah, I don't know. And then we have uh, click. While a ship you have locked at range one to three defends or performs an attack, you may spend one charge. It has one recurring, and then you don't get range bonuses. Yeah. So it's okay. sort of like a different variant of Midnight. Midnight crosses with uh, Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. Yeah, but only the prevent part. Mm -hmm. So you could take away range one and range three bonuses on mm -hmm. offense and defense, respectively. Yeah. Locked at range one to three. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Then we have some configs. Right. Yeah, so the first one, uh, the Bash uh, config, the Alpha Free B, mm -hmm. uh, says while you perform a primary attack, you may spend your lock on the defender to change one of your blank or eyeball results to a hit. So it is and sort of like an, a weird optics. Yeah. But where you pay in locks. Yeah. And then it also adds the bomb slot, by the way. Yeah. Which is interesting on a ship with a dial like this. Yeah. It's, it's dial is incredible. Yeah, it is good. Well, it's decent anyway. It's a good Do, dial. Would you say only decent? Yeah, I would say only decent. I mean, the only thing is it's got a red one bank and it's missing the one forward. Other than that, everything too is blue except the K turn. Also got a four K turn. Yeah. All of the threes it has and three forwards. I mean, it's a really good dial. It is. I I would say it's a yeah, really good but dial. it's not. It's not a wing of it. No, it's not. No. All, it's not all green. That's true. But... <laughs> blue. Blue. Yeah. Sorry. Blue. Sorry. Blue. It's yeah. not green. And it doesn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's oh, a fine I, 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 dial. It is. It's a, it's, it's a good dial. It's not an amazing it's dial, good. but it's a good dial. It has everything, basically. Yeah, it's, it's better than the TIE Fighter dial. It is. Whoops, closed the wrong window there. Uh, <laughs> and also, you can put the uh, add the sloop on uh, sloops. So you can do the two sloops if you do the uh, tie thing with it. Add the yeah, tie. True. So, so that, that way you get really, really nice. Yeah. Really nimble. Yep. Yeah. And then so we have basically the... you can fly. You, yeah, you can fly in. Then you can do the white boost linked into red 
uh, lock and then have this thing on it and then you are almost certain to get two hits yeah well two hits possibly quite possibly three right uh-huh and next turn you throw a bomb and do a blue yeah so we also have the other configuration the ask uh alpha free e that says when you do a primary attack before you roll attack dice you may spend two force and if you do your crit results inflict iron tokens instead of damage i'm not sure this is good no because you have to because it says before rolling attack dice yeah which means you you would have to have something like markmanship or that new droid r7 a7 which we're getting to yeah like it's just a worse ion cannon yeah which well, means that situationally it's great, uh, but, like, i mean is there a scenario where that's the right play Oh, are you talking about it might be, you know, sort of the jamming beam of configurations? Like, as a configuration, it functionally does a worse version of what a cannon that doesn't see much play does. Right. But if, if we're talking about doing these two nays, and yeah. it, it inflicts iron tokens, yeah, it, it just, does not, you don't get to roll green dice. No. True. You but you can. Oh, oh, oh. Does that? No. Yeah. No. No. No, they can, still, they can still be cancelled. If you oh, do, yeah. your crit results inflict ion tokens instead of damage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's just in the in the resolve damage part, where normally when you see a crit, you would pull a card and, and flip yeah. it over. Now you That's... just put an ion token instead. And cool, I'm hitting an ace, I'd rather hit with a crit. Oh, yeah, definitely. The, the, that card is horrible. <sighs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure that's a definite. It depends uh, on... Well, if shields are down, yes. I don't know. I mean, putting one oh, yeah, you can three hull and uh, versus you will absolutely know where it is next round. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, but... if you sort of feel that I could... If you can look at the board state and say, you know, if you, for instance, have marksmanship, so you, you have a good indication that you can probably make a crit. Uh, mm-hmm. And you think you you're likely to push through, then you can do this, and then you look at all your other ships and say, "Can I punish an iron maneuver next turn? Can I punish mm-hmm. it really hard? And if I can, then I will use this." Which but is it's really... super circumstantial, right? Yeah, and you have to pay even more points, like for marksmanship or that R seven droid, to use this. Really, yeah. I mean, you, so you're, not, ban- you're not banking one eight. You're not banking on getting crits without actually having something to give you crits. Whereas, I think what you'll see the most use for V wings will be something like click with Besh, dancing around with thermal detonators, and boosting your actual A's so that they can take range three shots or survive range one shots. Yeah. Yep. It's it's not going to be a list built off of viewings, but they're going to be a nice little support tool. Yeah, and I actually actually really like this uh, that we're not seeing a new ship that is just meant to be swarmed. 
because I don't think this will do well in a swarm. Obviously, points depending. If it's stupidly cheap enough, it will be fine to swarm it. But but it's sort of it is sort of like this support light fighter something thing, and a lot of the pilot abilities sort of go that direction as well. Like Tarkin can be an excellent little sort of support ship that can still do a little work and perhaps throw a block or something. This feels very much like uh, the chopper astromech, the C110P, the 10P or something. Hmm. This is a little janky thing you put inside a list. I mean, you can even put snapshot with this. Yeah, sure. that's probably fine as well. That being said, like Tarkin very much addresses the exact issues we identified with Ayla and Shock T and the and the Eddas. Handing out free target locks to ships that would normally have to spend resources to get them is mm -hmm. huge. Yeah, again, assuming that the attitude is not a mass lock, because otherwise that targeting computer is going to be really popular. I don't know if even if it did have a slot, if I'd take it to get rid of a purple. Ah, I don't know. Getting rid of a slot for double mods? That's, that sounds pretty good for me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, and it may not even be correct play, but I mean, if you look at the Ether Sprite, it has a purple evade, which in practice means that nobody, well, not exclusively never, but almost never takes an evade. Yeah, just in that moment that you really have to survive. Yeah, it's like sort of like a last turn thing. I fly behind a gas cloud and then I take a purple evade. Yeah. And then I keep my points and then I win on points because I regent, right? I mean, yeah. or something. You could also yeah, have exactly. chopper. Then you take evade twice the game. Once before, once in the first round and then in the first engagement. And then one in the second round, then you fuck your enemy every turn after that. Yeah, basically. Right, but... Yeah, that, that's that's actually an interesting point uh, because it's it being you know such a high cost to actually do the evade that you don't do it. Will they actually be target locking ever as as main action? I'm yeah. I'm not sure. I Just think in, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Because you only recover one force every turn, and mm -hmm. you can really go through them quickly in the other two. Yeah. Anyway. Let's return to the V-Wing. Um, right. We have two new astromechs as well. We talked about R7A7, which has three charges, and when you perform an attack, you can spend a charge to change one hit to a crit. This obviously goes fine with the ESC config. Right. There you go. And it can probably be fine in many others if it's not too expensive mm -hmm. uh, to make your Jedi's push in a few crits or something. Whatever. It's it's not. Uh, yeah, and it's it's a finite resource. It you need three charges. Yeah, that's balanced and fine at a couple points. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then you have the Q7 astromech, which is a generic one. When you while you barrel a boost, you can move through and overlap obstacles. Yep. Notice that it doesn't say you ignore them. Nope. You nope. still you know take damage and yep. stuff. Uh, yeah. So it essentially allows you to do stupid things. Yeah. But that may sometimes be worth it if 
that is what gets you out of a shot. Yeah. Or barrel roll into a gas cloud. That's true. Yeah. But again, probably not a very expensive astromech, I would guess. No. Couple of points. And we have the thermal radiators. Okay. Yeah. I I really like those. You you basically roll a die and you either get hits or crits, or mm -hmm. the focus result gives you what? What strain? Yeah, what's it's strain? strain. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, so I like hit, crit, strain, or nothing. No, oh, no, hit, no. crit, or yeah, hit or crit do hits and hit crits respectively. Crits. Yeah. Yeah. And and focus is to strain. So yeah, and blanks to nothing, right? Blanks to nothing. Yeah. Blanks to nothing. Yeah. So, and you have four charges, and you can mm -hmm. drop two at a time. If you drop two at a time, then you drop one with the one straight and the other with the two straight. Yeah. And then you start thinking about all the different interactions that what if I put them on tie bombers who have skilled bombardier? Exactly. Uh, or if I pop them on death rain, does that mean I get to take two actions? And stuff like that that I don't I, I don't even know what the answer is to the last one there. Uh, I, would, I would I I gotta I gotta find that rain. Because I think I think logically I would say that there's like a once per opportunity thing and you're not really dropping two bombs. You're dropping one bomb that has two tokens. That are spread in a, in a specific way, sort of like cluster mines. Are right? you there? You don't get free actions from cluster mining. Yeah, but no. they're gonna have to clarify that. You're you're dropping that many thermal detonators, so you're dropping yeah. that many bombs, which <sighs> means Death Train will get his two actions. Yeah, maybe. But on the other hand, I mean, we have been clarified that if you gain. Like if you get shot, if you shoot something and Sloan is on the board, you gain two stress, and you don't gain them one at a time. You gain them both at once. Yeah, that. But but you don't drop both of the bombs at the same time. You drop one with the two template, and then drop the other with one template. I'm not sure. I'm, I, 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 it may be so. Uh, I'm just not sure. Yeah, I, I just don't I, think I, that's I, a comparable thing. That, uh, but, but I get what you're going. It's stupid and shouldn't be. But they're gonna have to clarify. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking death rain. You know, dropping one with, uh, let's say, with the one, one range, and then it does its action and boosts. Right. Drops it with a two. Gets his yeah, another action, I, I, I have, which is a, which is I a target lock. I cannot imagine that that. Yeah, I cannot imagine that will work. Or Why or not? even or even drops it with a two, then boosts and then drops it with a one. The yeah. space that covers is bonkers. Massive. Yeah, the reason the reason that I'm saying that I don't think that will work has to do, you know, with the way I envision that the ability queue is working, which means that you put. I mean, even if, if it's two separate drops, you put both drops on the ability queue, and then you can put Death Rain's ability in, but that will come in after. 
So you'll drop both, and then Deathwick, then the ability will trigger, and you'll get the action. Uh, but those are like two different ability cues. You know, yeah. you drop one bomb, that is the trigger for Deathwick. Yeah. No, but you're, you're, you're obviously not dropping two bombs because that is by rule illegal. Yeah, by rule. You're illegal. not dropping two um, bombs. You're you're um, putting down you're putting down two different templates. Also, notice says each must be placed. Yeah, unless using a different template. It, it doesn't say against, each must be dropped. It's um, against the rules unless stated otherwise. Yeah. By mm. cards, and this is actually stating otherwise. Yeah. I mean, we have we have Maybe other depends things. on how you read it. Punisher. Let me see. Death rain. After you drop or launch oh, wow. a device, you may perform an action. Huh. Uh, this 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 can absolutely be argued that works. Yeah. yeah it might maybe. be silly, but I I would say yes. <laughs> and I I'm not I'm not even sure that that it would really be an issue. I mean, it's really? only that. It's only this one ship, and that ring A goes down really fast. If he can boost and barrel and then move and then take his action in the same turn, leaving two bombs behind, you don't think that's maybe a problem? Oh, but it, the, it's, a, it's puny bombs compared to most other bombs. But they're sure. probably also going to be dirt cheap. When you reload them, you get two charges back. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know. I think I think it would be problematic. I don't think it's only a death ring thing. I mean, when you start, then you can look into resistance with something like uh, oh, wait. page oh, wait. pilot oh. or oh. yeah. Oh wait, you can drop one of them, take a focus, drop the second one, reload. No. Yeah. No, it's a missile yes. reload. Sorry, it's a missile. What? Well, no, no, sorry. No, it's just reload, a reload. Reload, yeah. and then K turn, or do some other silly, yeah, K turn or whatever, and then shoot a missile. That's no, you, can, you can't shoot because the reload uh, weapons disables you. Deplete. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, true. Um, yeah. So, is there anything in this faction that takes away? The... The uh, weapon just disable token. Yeah. No. So, no, in no, this yeah. uh, in the faction of uh, Death Rain and. Oh no. Mm, Not no. that I know of. No. No, but you can use Death Rain just to you know, uh, just to throw around skittles like that and just reload every time. Yeah. Bomb, bomb, move fast, uh, reload. Yeah. 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 But I mean, congratulations with your thermal detonators. I don't know. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, no, uh, before we move on, red uh, death rain with thermal detonators, and red line with trajectory simulator and concussion bombs. Just say, just want to put that out there. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and both of them can drop them endlessly by reloading. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so that's three bombs per turn in the middle of the board or area denying something. 
and then closing off with a minish worm at the flank or whatever you want to put in there. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, but it's also half your list. I mean, you can put missiles. They can deal damage. They're pretty chunky. It's not like uh, only they gimmicky they, kind of thing. They can't deal damage if they're reloading. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I mean, uh, you you can run Death Rain and Red Line with with some kind of missiles or, or torps or something, and they can be like really hard hitting, and they don't yeah. cost that much of the points in your list because they can actually fulfill more than just the uh, you know throwing out bombs. That's yeah. true. Okay. Then we have a mod, the Precision Ion Engines. Yep. And this is what I refer to as the tie fix card, right? So mm-hmm. before you execute a speed one to three Kuygren turns or K turn, uh, you may spend one charge, of which you have two, to execute that maneuver as a sector's loop mm-hmm. instead. So you dial in a free K, and then once you get to executing it, you deport and say, well, I'd rather do free sloop. Absolutely. And you can pick which side it is at that point in time. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's insane. Good. That's really good. It's really, really good. Yeah. But it, Especially but, for a swarm ship like uh, like the Thailand. Yeah. But, but there's not a lot of ships that can equip it, right? It's no, basically and, the weaving. And I'm hoping it won't be really and expensive. And it's the normal TIE fighter. You're hoping it'll be expensive? No, no, no. Not expensive. Yeah, I the, agree. The uh, the Thailand Rebel one can also... And yeah, the Scum and, one. And the Mining Guild, yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Uh, and for... Wasn't it like... Who was it? Vat Fostlow? Yeah, Vat Fostlow. She... He would... Yeah, he or she would... Should be able. While you execute a maneuver, you may execute a maneuver of the same pairing and difficulty of a speed one higher or lower instead. <laughs> so 4K, the four segner. <laughs> no, well that maneuver isn't around, but. No, but. Yeah, let's just say it's a good thing the defender doesn't have a mod slot, <laughs> because riot would be a menace. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It does not say treat it as a red. No, no, no. Sure. It is. It is assuming the already wow. red, right? Yeah. Why? Right. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> be, oh yeah. Riot would be so good. Wait, 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 wait. Oh my God! Wait. Yeah, but it was about first love, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Alright, and... so moving on. That's an excellent card and will do good for the TIE Swarm. Probably. Let's, let's hope it's cheap as fuck. Yeah. So, so what do you think the role is? We talked a little bit about it. Like, is it going to be like a Republic A-Wing and you just swarm it? Or... Is it more like this utility fighter or an aid support or all of the above or where where you at? I actually don't know because it's a weird ship. It's a really it's a yeah. It's a weird ship. I think it'll maybe like 
not completely, but I think it'll like uh, fill the role of a tie striker ish because it's got a decent dial. Again, it's yeah, and and can take the bomb. It's got. Yeah. Are are you really but, flying but you strikers can also with damage. bombs? No, <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. Yeah. Right, but no, no one's flying. No, I don't know. This will be interesting. Would Would you want to spam the ship? Why not? Span, the torrents span. did well because they were cheap. Yeah, yeah. torrents had sinker. Right. I mean, obviously, this you can you can have these. Sinker these because... have sinkers. Yeah. 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 Okay, but it's a matter yeah. of. I mean, uh, points-wise, these are going to be more expensive than torrents. <sighs> yes. They're going to be sort of A-wing pricey, right? It's going to be sort of like the twenty-eight, twenty-nine point for the I one. Yeah. It, it like uh, yeah, rebel A wing prices. Rebel A, rebel A wing, perhaps a yeah. little bit cheaper, uh, because mm. they don't have the rebel A wing ability. And if you want to do all the fancy slots like getting bombs on them and, and so on, you're paying yeah. extra. So uh, perhaps twenty seven even. Yeah, okay. twenty seven uh, over under. We're gonna have to see what slots this brings. I mean, obviously we get the astromech slot and bomb slot. And probably uh, you, the mod slot. You you get astromech and mod, and then you get the bomb slot if you put down the configuration. Right, right. And right. then you probably have talent on the named ones. At least from I yeah, and the I three. Yeah, and and also there there is a cheap zip multiplier there. You got a reposition linked into a, a mod there, and we know how how that how strong that is on cheap ships. True. Yeah, true. But I mean, you then compare them to the TIFO or something. Uh, TIFO, I mean, I'm they comparing are, they... them to the, the droids uh, with the efficiency they can have. I mean, they're fast, and then they can boost, and then they can target lock, and they've got all of the twos are blue. Okay, so 19 points. Is that your argument? No, no, no. I'm not saying <laughs> points. Oh, come on. I'm talking about how good they will be as a small cheap ships for this faction. They will be fine. Cheap. I agree. Yeah, but, but it will be awesome. But, yeah, but what I don't think they will the... be cheaper than the torrents. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Tor torrents are what, 25? 24. 25. 25. 25 and 25 for the I2. Yeah, and yeah the gold 26 for yeah. the yeah. I3. Right. And I was going to say, because you mentioned droids, I mean, what takes the droids over the top? That's their shared calculate thing. This doesn't have a shared calculate thing. No, what takes them over the top is the calculate and uh, barrel link and having the two, two hard being blue. Which means that the time on target with him and having reposition and mods is is oh. all there. Have Have you noticed that this ship might be the best ship in the game to pop an R four astromech on? The one banks turn white, the one hearts turn blue. Oh, wow! Yeah, true. Yeah, 
And then you take the uh, uh, the uh, the mod that allows you to talent roll, and then you are truly spectacular. You have both one and two, all your ones and twos. Well, not all of them, but your one hearts and your two hearts of both mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be interesting, and they do have that astral slot. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Noise. With Hokan not being here, I'm assuming we're not talking to uh, to the challengers unless you have any news from uh, the nope. Brits. Gizli. Well, he ah. asked me on Thursday to take to play a game with him, but then he couldn't. <laughs> so, so yeah, nothing. Okay, so, have you, you haven't uh, heard anything from what one eighty sixth? No, nothing from one eighty sixth. I don't think anyone has heard anything from 186. No, they haven't released, <laughs> released an episode since, I think. Or yeah. no, at least, yeah. they, I think they released one soon after. That was probably recorded before they heard it. So Yeah, I'm, yeah. My, my guess is that they are trying to do some extremely good production on us. Yeah, yeah, taking up all of the time. Yeah. They're, they're, they're taking singing, singing lessons and stuff. That's what you're yeah, saying. yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Can, can, can we send Egg for singing lessons? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> we should, but but to be honest, I think Isli and I are probably more in need. <laughs> yeah, um, most definitely. <laughs> okay, should we go into uh, tournaments? Integrate. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Last uh, episode of the 186 was August 2nd. Just saying. Okay, tournaments. Tournaments. So we had crates, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it was interesting. I think uh, we yes. had a lot of rebel people show up. It was the most popular faction, followed by Republic. Yeah, people um, were trying is, out the new surprising. Republic stuff. I think they were really trying out the new Republic stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sure. The, uh, yeah. yeah, and Rebel is probably the uh, the smelting pot for anti-Petronaki lists. Right. I would assume. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then we had Resistance as the least played faction. Uh, but I think the good news, if you can call them good news, is that Separatist is down to being the second least played faction again. Uh, where they were, I think they were the second most in uh, the last tournament we covered, so mm-hmm. that's bad. Um, what else is there to say? Rebel had a decent uh, cut rate, 15%. So 7 out of the 32 uh, in the cut were Rebels. Mm. Uh, Resistance, despite you know being the least present one, had a cut rate of 19%. So five out of the 26 lists made cut. That's... And then obviously we had separatists, but they, their cut rate is still down to sort of mm-hmm. 28.6. Mm-hmm. Um, Republic, the second most popular faction, had just had 42 players, but only one made cut. There was mm-hmm. a lot of sad Warthog players there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they also did worse at, if you look at it from a sort of average performance perspective, with only forty-five percent. So they and Empire really sucked. Um, 
Scum did decently, uh, and Separatist is now down to a faction performance of 62 from, I think it was 66 last time, which is still bonkers. Yeah, it is. 62% for a whole faction, it's just silly. It is, it is. And it's down to 62. <laughs> it's yeah, down exactly. to 62, yeah. Um, list sizes are still high. Uh, Scum is all the way down to 3.3, though. There's a lot of two-ship builds in Scum. Baba and one friend. And that mm. friend has so many faces that you can't even Im imagine now. Mm -hmm. uh, what else is there to note? 60% uh, of the first order lists, and they actually did okay. Uh, they sort of averaged out. But 60% of the lists are hyperspace legal. Yeah. And with Republic, it was 40%. Uh, mm -hmm. And with all the others, it is no more than twenty. It was twenty on average, and it it's amazes like 2 me that of the it amazes me that resistance is only three point eight percent. Like out of twenty six lists, there was one hyperspace legal list. Yeah, I mean that's because I can't bring my crack shots or my ray. Yeah. I think it's a lot about ray. Yeah. It's probably. Uh, mostly about Ray, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, in the top four, uh, we had uh, the eternal top four, Akta Khan. Yep. Uh, flying, uh, really Bosch. interesting, I think, Baba Bosch with yeah. all the things, right? So Baba is somewhat, no, he isn't even standard, it's like an old school Baba. Yeah. Contraband, yeah. Han Solo, Gunner. But he has the Marauder title, and then. Mar yeah. yeah. He has Marauder just, just and a... Perceptive Co pilot. No mole. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. But the interesting thing about this is Bosk is the party bus. Yeah. Yeah. He's got all the bounty hunters. Or like Orlum, Greedo, and Suckers. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. like a really good build. And the obvious death match switch in electronic baffle. Um, mm -hmm. And basically what this list does is that Bosk knows that he's going to die. Mm -hmm. So he just flies straight into the enemy. He, you cannot ignore him. He punches through a lot of damage, and then he blows up and deals damage to a bunch of ships. Yeah. And hopefully by that point, Baba can finish him off. Mm -hmm. And it worked all the way up until top four. Um, yeah, and uh, Arthur mentioned, I think, uh, if, he, if if Bosk shoots three times during the game, he fulfilled his role. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, during his, uh, his uh, sort of climb to top four, he destroyed three, three Petronaki Aces lists. Well done. Uh, and he destroyed uh, Sloan Swarm and two First Order Swarms and a Dash Wedge Jake and then some Republic guy as well. So he did not he did not go go easily there. Um, so really really good showing. Mm -hmm. um, 
then we have the other top four was Sebastian Demers, Dermers, I don't know, uh, who flew the four Wookiees in AP5. Um, Bonk, bonkers list. That is a, no, a known commodity, really, really good list. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also killed one, two, three, yeah, three Petronaki lists, and then he lost to the fourth. Um, faced a lot of Ray and two A's, or Ray mm-hmm. Kova and an A. Killed Ray Venny, which made it to top 16, which is hilarious uh, and a little bit crazy. So, uh, well played. He lost to uh, the Petronaki that won the whole thing. Spoilers. In second place, we have Kenneth Lyon flying free I-1 silencers and hollow yep. with proud tradition. Oh. Yep. I gotta say kudos to go in top two with that list. Absolutely. Um, let's see, where did he go? He did not meet any Petronaki aces before the finals. Uh, he actually said uh, on stream that he had never played against the Petronaki until he finaled up against Fan <laughs> in the final. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's a rough that's a rough introduction to how that list works. Yeah. Um, but he did beat uh, a Wookiee list uh, and then a variety of sort of AC lists um, and a natural swarm and so on. Oh, he actually lost to the Wookiee list in his third round. So, yeah, and then we have Fan on top. Um, Again. 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 22 and 0. Yeah, he went undefeated all the way. Uh, Again. Others did. Yeah, again. So he's 22 and 0 in this tournament uh, thing. Yeah. And on the way, he beat a Boba Fenn in round one and another in round four. Um, Vader and Echo double Carl. Uh, he beat the top four uh, Wookiee list twice, both in round six and in top four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he beat Baba Dengar uh, by Eno. Oh, Baba Dengar Gagor by Eno. Um, and then finally, uh, Kenneth Leon's uh, first order free silences and hollow at the mm-hmm. end. So. Impressive showing again from Fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, he's not your average player. Fan. He's nope. a fantastic, no. fantastic player. What, yeah. what I think is interesting here, at least a little bit, is that there is just about the same number of Wookiees and AP5 lists as there were Petronaki lists. Probably even a few more, uh, if you only count the sort of pure six Petronaki list versus the four Mm -hmm. Wookiees and stuff. Mm -hmm. Then there were probably more Wookiee lists there. So 
I don't know if it's because people are holding themselves back or they think that the Petronakis and all that. We had we saw a lot of Petronakis who did very poorly. Mm. Uh, there were still a few in the cut, but uh, I think it was what four in the cut. Um, so, which is to be expected when people don't shut up about a list. Everyone assumes it's easy to fly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, we know that popularity and uh, average performance uh, sort of work inverse on each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, the Petronaki list, the spam taxi. I don't think it's an easy list to fly. It's, it, it, I mean, it has a moderate floor but a super super high ceiling. Mm-hmm. But I would, I would. Guess the Kasik list, the Wookiee list, has a higher floor. See, that's where I'm confused in that, like, since 2.0 started, like, I'd asked a couple of my buddies who fly Rebels, like, it seemed like multiple Wookiees was always a good thing. No one ever wanted to look at it. No, I, I, this is something I have been saying for a long time. Why isn't anyone flying the Wookiees? Until right now, when they lost what two points, it wasn't more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So the real question is: is it is it just that AP five there does that big of a difference? I mean, sure, I it's know. nice. It's nice, but it's. But I don't think so. Yeah. Exactly. But rebel but... players, like going back to one as well. Rebel players have a historical tendency to sleep on stuff until they're forced to take it. Yeah. Sure. I think, to be fair, I think it goes not just for Rebel players, but... uh... Oh, sorry, that's my 1.0... Bias. Bias sticking (laughs) in. Um, I use Rebel players as as, as a catch term, bad players. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. There's probably a significant overlap anyway, so. <laughs> There's direct yeah. correlation between people that play Miranda and people that are no longer good at X-Wing. <laughs> I say that oh. only hey, hey, hey. to throw flame at my one buddy, but oh. also true. Oh, but you're also throwing it straight in Nate's face, so I enjoy yeah. it. I support it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you're, yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. Let's just say that. <laughs> we, we'll let that just hang out there. <laughs> I'm not going to come. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, well. So, should we pick the litter? Let's pick the litter. Who want to go first? So, mm. Mark, do you know? Do you know what we're doing here? Not a hot clue. I'm not gonna lie. No, we're going. We're looking at crate, and we're just gonna find a list that interests us. It doesn't have to. I mean, I usually go way down to find something. I go way down. You go yeah. in the middle. <laughs> um, I'll do it under duress. No. <laughs> see, I, I gotta. Uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't found anything yet. Has anything? Anyone found anything? 
I'm starting to peruse the list Ooh. of things. I have a nice list here. Okay, Vader's, go. Vader's soon to your fifth brother. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Ooh. Uh, it's it's a great list, but I'm not going to talk about that. I, we know we know about this list. Um. Okay, I have a list too. It's yeah. It went four and two, fifty-eight place. Dan Peterson was flying Fen and Guri. And but he had fearless on Fen and advanced proton torpedoes on Guri. Well, that's actually pretty good. Comp. It is really good, but it's it still isn't that really good. I I tried it out and I actually talked about it with uh, Phil GC. Mm. And because I, I was thinking okay. about so, it. Just, for those at home keeping score, we are talking about a 107 points Guri. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. She has advanced proton torpedoes, advanced sensors, afterburners, outmaneuver, shield upgrade, and Viraco. And it actually amazes me, why didn't he take outmaneuver on Fenral as well? Because he thought he needed a 22 point bid. And that 19 points just wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a it's a really good list. It's it's super fun to fly. I I have to tell basically everybody try it out. Like I I I would say put out maneuver on both Fen and Guri, and mm. okay. But if you look at that, what that, what. If you look at what he played against, right, then mm -hmm. everything was yeah. fine. And then in the fifth round, he lost his five. He went four zero. Then yeah. in the fifth round, he came up against uh, Petronaki. Uh, six Petronakis with crack and marksmanship. Yeah. And okay, so now I'm five one or four one. But then in mm -hmm. the sixth round, he met Tolson with biohexacrypt code Phasma. Mm -hmm. Hall upgrade and a jamming beam. Yeah. Hollow with regen, so mm -hmm. deterrent power cells and proud tradition, and mm -hmm. petty off of Thanison with a jamming beam. So two upsilons uh, and hollow. Yeah. Yeah. And he managed to score 59 points of them while losing his entire squad. Yeah. What the hell happened? I mean, those two big shuttles, I mean, mm -hmm. why yeah. couldn't I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand that game. Guri should be able to just be out of arc for days. Yeah, but I guess it's it's one of those like one mistake. Uh, yeah. And then if you're caught in like uh, in range one of an Upsilon and perhaps range two of another, then yeah. Guri is just, you know, a former sex droid. Yeah, but but then then it is Guri. You just outmaneuver a little bit further and bump instead, and get the focus. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> and get it but, range two shot but, but instead. then maybe you're getting like 
five shots anyway if you buff one of them. Sure, but it's better to bump one of them instead of getting two shots. Trains one. I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that that's my pick. Uh, yeah. Um, I had one before you made me scroll. Uh, yo, yeah. So uh, at second in Swiss, top thirty-two, we had Yelde. So okay. he flew uh, like a, a really light ray just with the title. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then CC Tally and Greer with Op 6 and Heroic. Right. Mm, I like 198 this. points, Ray and free A's, not too many upgrades, just the bare essentials. And he essentially waded through undefeated through Swiss, uh, including like a Warthog and free. Arcs, uh, he killed, uh, he won 200 0 over the two uh, Opsilons with Hollow, the same player who made 32, he tabled. Um, uh, Commander Malaris with Agent Terex on board in the new C, along with six cadets, he won over another top 32 finisher. Then he went on to beat Timo, who flew Baba Dengar. Next round, he beat Eno, who flew Baba Dengar Gagor. Um, so, I mean, and then he beat Baba Nim, which was also top 32. And then he lost to the to the fatter Ray, who instead of the A-Wings had brought Benny. Mm -hmm. And he might actually be worth talking about uh, Joshua Kun's uh, top mm -hmm. 16. Yeah. So, I mean, how impressive is this? He had uh, his his Swiss his Swiss opponents. He ended up beating three top thirty two and one top sixteen finisher. Mm -hmm. That was four of the six games. And poor guy dropped uh, lost yeah. in at top thirty two. And of the two non of the two players he played in Swiss that didn't make cut, one of them was Timo Rabe. <laughs> yeah. And also look at his MOV is. MOV is 1800 and his strength of schedule is 0.69. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. But that's the for you. He is fantastic. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And for those who don't know, Yelta is a top table world. What? 2018? 2018? Yeah, he yeah. lost to. Uh, he lost Simeon? Simeon. Lost, lost he lost to Simeon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a good game. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Aid or, or, or Mark? I can go first to give Mark a little bit extra time. I found a pretty good list, actually. Um, How far do we scroll down? Not that <laughs> far this time. So, uh, it's top 32, 31st in Swiss. Carlos okay. Garcia Lazo. Um, he's uh, running Wedge with Crackshot and Foils. Ten Nun with Auto Blasters, Fire <laughs> Control System, Markmanship and the Foils. AP5, uh, Naked. Lieutenant Blount with Crackshot 
and the Bandit Squadron. There's some Rebel so, Junk for you. So that's your pick. So that's two headhunters, two headhunters, yeah. and and uh, and the and the worst B-wing. Yeah. Because Braylon is always better. <laughs> no, 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 not with foils. Yeah, okay. I mean this this way this, this way he gets the target lock and the uh, reroll on the fire control system and he has a stress for focus conversion. So Tenem is actually pretty good. And he double taps with the auto blaster if able. And he's got the markmanship if he's out of arc. So you know it, this is a pretty decent wedge with crack shot is always good. AP five to you know to add that extra action for somebody. Blount for some uh, extra damage, uh, cheap extra damage, and then an extra bandit. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of ships. I mean, there are a lot, a lot of bodies, a lot to choose through. I think I would have found the two points to upgrade from AP5 to Jake. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, pull <laughs> off, the, off, pull off the marksmanship and the bid, or drop a crack shot or something. Yeah, drop yeah. a crack shot off Blount, sure. Uh, that's absolutely, absolutely valid. But this is a kind of janky stuff I like being a rebel player, Mark. But mm -hmm. anyway. <laughs> but also, also note that even though he he quote unquote only, uh, it's still impressive. Made it to top thirty-two. Mm -hmm. He got paired up against Fan in top thirty-two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so exactly. fair. <laughs> um, and. Yeah, he killed some uh, some hefty stuff on the way. Um, mm -hmm. Sort of partly submarined into the cut, had a loss in second and fifth round, but right, still great achievement. Sure, I mean it's it's absolutely not an optimal optimal list. I mean, given the current meta, but I think it's uh, great getting to top two list. Absolutely, and especially being uh, a rebel player uh, yeah. who doesn't fly Wookiees, right? Because that actually removes most of the rebel cut. Right. Ah, at least half of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nice. Good job. So, uh, Mark, have you found a list that you fancy? Oh, yeah. So I found someone who actually did pretty solid, considering it's, you know, digital X-Wing. Um, but it's a list that just captures my heart. Uh, so coming in at 52nd, you got Matthew Pio with Rexler and Vader. And a 13 oh, point yeah. bid. I, I can respect the hell out of this list. Yeah. I wouldn't fly it myself in this exact way, but clearly it worked. Um, some real interesting matchups there where round three, I have no idea how you take two ships up against Gideon and six Epsilon Squadron cadets and, and win 71 to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, that. that's good flying. Uh, it's probably yeah. just run out there, slapping them in the face, and start running. Well, yeah, but the net, with four of those guys had automated target priority, so they're getting free mods when they miss you. Mm. Um... Mm -hmm. Uh, also yeah, that, awesome. uh, and you can't run away forever with Vader, even with 
precog. Yeah. No. I mean, uh, I I like the option, uh, the the decision that uh, doing precognitive reflexes and afterburners, even though you can't use them at the same. Uh, uh, gives you options. But but yeah, gives you extra options that the afterburners usually yeah. give you. I agree. Well, yeah, and then so even looking round one, he faced kind of your traditional imp aces with Vader, Suntir, and a fifth brother. Mm-hmm. And Vader was completely killed, but uh, Rexler wasn't even half points. Which means at some point you're hunting down the remnants of that list with a Rexler, and that's not exactly easy. No. Right. Uh, Rexler has always got a special spot in my heart. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a degenerate, I'm not going to lie. Though, I'm going to throw in my usual caveat, the digital X-Wing is not regular X-Wing. Sure. (laughs) True, we're not really sure why, but it isn't. Yeah. It's too precise. Yeah, true. Hmm. Probably. Okay, that's a fair argument. Also, much too fast to solve all those problems. Yeah, well, and that's that's the biggest thing is like, and I'm sure someone's done the math for digital. I'm assuming, on average, goes two or three turns longer. Yeah, I actually don't know if anybody did it, but uh, but I would I would tend to agree because we've all seen games played in games or streamed well, games where you've got. A mark three or four ships when someone decides to bomb through a cluster of guys. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not having to do that definitely leaves a lot of time on the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. I might have to actually ask Scott over at Hexiled. I'm sure he's got the numbers somewhere about turn length. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. But. Okay, any okay. bonus picks from anybody? Uh, well, I'm good. I, 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 I'm going to take a bit of a stab and point out Cam Murray's list, where Boba and Fenn, which Cam, as anyone who knows him, would be well known, but he got tabled in his first game and dropped. So I'm just going to say, get wrecked, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Cam is probably one of the best Canadian players. Um, Cam is also a regular thorn in my side. Um, at Eastern Canadian Nationals, I ran into him first match in a room of an entire Nationals. He had the only hard counter to my list, and <laughs> he absolutely made me start drinking early that morning. <laughs> hey, hey, okay. Eight. Yeah. yeah. Not not only was he tabled his first game, he was tabled by Gavin Darklighter, a rogue squadron escort, Jake Farrell, and Arville. That's why he was tabled. What? Which makes me yeah. wonder if he had a disconnect or something. Yeah. yeah. Could be that, or had to go, we, or uh, yeah, the dog we... had a seizure or something. You don't like, need to Cam talk about is a that. great player. I can't imagine he got, and no offense to 
maybe Paul Braggins did pull it off, but I can't imagine Cam getting tabled by a guy who goes 179th in Swiss with that list. <laughs> yeah, that's no, don't don't play it down. Just keep your moment on ragging on your buddy. Yeah, not true. <laughs> true, he's stuck. Okay. Shout out to Cam. Yeah, I, wanna... I got I got to know him yeah. at Worlds. Great guy. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> okay. Uh, an honorable mention to uh, Joshua Kuntz, uh, who uh, is recorded as 32 in Swiss. I think he was actually 33, but somebody from the cut, and it was a spam text player. Uh, couldn't, didn't have time anyway to, to go on Sunday, so they moved one up, and I was lucky. He ended up in top 16, uh, flying Benny and Ray. Uh, there's at least one stream game with him. So you have this sort of 99-point Benny with trajectory simulator, pattern analyzer, perceptive co-pilot, veteran turret gunner, page, proton bomb, seismic charges, and a shield upgrade. And they're equally obese, 101-point Ray with Rose, Corsella, Finn, Contraband, Shield Upgrade, and Title. So, That's a lot okay. of stuff. <laughs> that is so much stuff. And on his path, he defeated, like, uh, he defeated one rookie list, but eventually he got killed by another. Uh, Sebastian top four killed him, but before that he killed uh, Yelda. What? Who we just talked about with uh, who had the light array and the free A wings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that game is on uh, on Gold Squadron stream, uh, so you can see it, and you can see uh, Yelda basically going to take the Veni out, but Veni lives for a long time. Yep. And gets a lot of value. I think he bombed he, he, the four bombs he dropped. Mm -hmm. He did a total of like five or six damage with those, which wow. must be considered pretty successful, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when some of that damage was on A wings, where it's really meaningful. Um, so very good run. Uh, it's not often we see a Star Fortress anywhere near the cut. By the way, I'm looking at the tournament. There, there's a lot of rookie lists, like with a single win. Yeah. There's quite a few of them. Well, also uh, Petronagulus. Anyways. Yeah, there's a lot of those. And it, it's yeah. very hard to know whether they dropped or not. So uh, mm -hmm. I was uh, thinking uh, originally. I've made some prep for talking about list building with the free new ships. Uh, yeah. I think given the time, we'll probably push that mm -hmm. to next time. Right. Mm -hmm. Which leaves us into a special edition Pink Squadron Points Prediction Contest. And obviously, since Mark Stewart is the point prediction man, he will score perfectly here. For the record, I have not touched X-Wing since the... Thule Squadron online digital event X, you know, what was that in March? Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, so 
let's move into uh, the final segment. So uh, we have a little bit of uh, pink squadron points prediction this time for Web Wave 7B. I put out uh, a little Google form votey votey thing. Uh, we talked about it last time, where we had uh, uh, Sweden win again. Um, so uh, this time, I want better over under values. So I was figuring that I would play this game with you, and then I might adjust the, the values. And if not, then everybody could hear how good you were or not. <laughs> like so, we did, we, like we did last time. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, we're going to go over the two expansion packs that comes out at the end of this month. So it's like two weeks away. Uh, mm-hmm. So the Thai RB Brute and the Heralds of Hope. Yeah. And I've, mm-hmm. I, I don't have all the cards. So I'm just going to go over them. And then you're going to go over and under. Or, and we can have a, a short discussion. And then if, if everybody goes in the same direction, then I might change the points value. Mm-hmm. Okay. So starting with the Brute. What is the I one called? It is the Carita Academy pilot. That is a guess. Yeah. Car Cardia. Carita. Carita. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So the I one. Uh, I am setting the over under at thirty seven and a half point. Over. Uh, 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 yeah, I'm gonna say under. And do we have? Do we There's have a... Mark here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He said under. I think. Yeah. Hundred percent under. Hundred percent under. Then we have the name guy, Rampage, who assigns strain tokens when he flies very fast towards people because they get strained and scared. Uh-huh. Uh, over under 42 and a half points. What? Yeah, he was I4. With a great, over. With a great ability. Yeah, I'm going to say over. I'm going to say under. Okay. Mm. I think it'll be right at 42, but... Yeah, but under is under. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, then we have the two configurations uh, starting at the Maneuver Assist. MGK 300, that's the one that reduces the difficulty of your free straight and free bank maneuvers. And it also adds the uh, calculate action and the barrel into red calculate. Mm-hmm. Right. So the over under is at two and a half points. Uh, over. I'm gonna say over. Uh, I think it's a four point upgrade or something. Yeah, I gotta agree with Gisley. Yeah, over probably. Okay, so I might consider adjusting that when mm. I publish this. Then we have the target assist. At 3.5. Uh, at 3.5, yeah. So that says, before you engage, if you have no green tokens and you're not stressed, gain one Calculate token for each enemy ship at range 2 to 3 in your firing arc to a maximum of 2. Yeah. Considering I think this is actually a worse 
config than the other one. I'm going to say under. I'm not sure about that. The big one on this yeah, isn't it, the what it does. It's the link rotate into calculate. Yeah. As white as opposed to mm -hmm. uh, it makes their base maneuver white where before it was red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so assumingly, I mean, if you have no green tokens and are not stressed, then it's probably because you did a lock. Mm. I'm going to go over. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, over. Okay, then we have the the final card for the TIRB pack, uh, which is the generic... Uh, iron limiter override. Uh, so after you fully execute a red maneuver, you might perform a barrel action even while stressed. If you do, roll an attack dice. On a hit result, gain a strain. On a crit, gain an ion. Uh, it should be noted that this can be equipped uh, to any tie. Yeah. But and we are specifically, we... for all the upgrades here, we are rating them as how they would be costed on Rampage in yeah. case there's any variable cost. Yeah, on a medium base. And the over-under for Iron Limiter override is 1.5. Uh, I'm going to say over. Under. Under. It's a one-point upgrade. You think so? Yeah, but I can't wait to put it on a uh, striker. <laughs> yeah. Sure, that will be pretty dumb on a striker, actually. <laughs> uh, a 1K with a barrel roll or a 2 sloop with a barrel roll? Yeah. Yeah. Good luck following me now, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it could be pretty pretty rough on a Reaper as well. I mean, as far as I understand it, you don't need to actually have the barrel action. No, you're right. Just do it. Yep. Oh, God, a Reaper stopping and barrel rolling is hilarious. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh. And it's okay. probably going to be cost based on I value or agility, so it's going to be even funnier. <laughs> I I don't think it will be variable cost. I frankly I hope it won't, but uh, let's see. Okay, new poem. Okay, moving on to Heralds of Hope. Uh, new poem. And uh, the over under is. 65.5. Oh, let me see. Let me see. This is Poe oh, that gives his ability to everyone. Yeah, he gives his ability to everyone at range at, two every, every other, other round. Too, yeah. mm. Over. I can and the normal, the normal Poe is 67, if I remember yeah, correctly. There's no way this Poe's cheaper than other Poe. Yeah, Even if it's only every other round? Yeah, I'm Even if it's only ever every other round. It it matters on the turns that it matters. Yeah. Okay, so you all go over. Uh I didn't I'm, Yeah, I'm over. Definitely. I think uh, I think you'll be at sixty five. Yeah, under. You go under. Okay, I guess I keep it then. Then we have and I've just taken one of the new A-Wings. Uh, there's so many delicious ones. But let's look at Merle Coppen. That's the I-1 A-Wing that says, 
While a friendly ship at range 0 to 2 performs a primary attack, if you are in the defender's bullseye arc, the defender rolls one fewer defense dice. <laughs> so he basically rolls up right in front of the enemy and then he distracts them. Mm-hmm. Which is why his nickname here is the distracting daredevil. Mm-hmm. So this A-Wing at I-1 with this ability, over under at 33.5. Over. The normal I-1 is 32. Yeah. I am actually thinking 33 or 34. I'm going to say over. I'm thinking he's closer to 36. Like, that is a very powerful ability. You think so? Uh, I, yeah, I, I think it'll be at 33. Under? I, I mean, it, is, it, is, it, is it like... I mean, you, you're paying that much for tally at an I-5. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking this guy, you're going to see him with intimidation being flown straight into guys as a double agility destroying bumper. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's worth more than a point and a half on the generic. Yeah, I, I would say all the uh, all the RC2 A-Wings are within a very, very very uh, small point span. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like oh, Greer, shit, not kidding, they are. Greer, who can rotate for free, is like 35. 36. But yeah. 36, but mm-hmm. I mean, and he's I, what, four? Four. Four, yeah. Um, so. I mean, he, he's the same point cost as Tally, which is 36. And she's an I5 with a decent ability. Yeah, And, and he, he, even this Merle uh, looks like uh, does he have one uh, talent slot, or do we not know that yet? Uh, we have no it's idea. assumed he'll have one because every A-wing has one. Yeah, 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 That's... but not the two. Yeah, we don't know if he has two. Oh, you're thinking, can he get both heroic and crack shot? No, no. So he heroic and in, intimidation. Intimidation or something oh, else. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, him. His ability is meh until you consider it in a swarm where reducing mm-hmm. one or two green dice on a ship, like that's how something shreds. Yeah. Long story short, I do not want um, Bartosh to have this in his tool bag with his A-Wings. Sure. Sure, sure. I mean, that being said... Uh, I mean, we... Our, our Vulcrinid is like 34 points. At I three, yeah, and he can boost into people. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Let's uh, move on. So uh, next we have the backwards tail slide talent. That basically said if on an X wing, you can put this on Rebel as well. But we are mm-hmm. pricing this based on the fact that it goes on Poe. Mm-hmm. Uh, while you boost a barrel roll, if your config is closed, you can move through and overlap obstacles. After you boost a barrel roll through an obstacle, if you're not at range zero of it, gain one evade token. Over, under, 2.5. Under. Ooh, this is a hard one. It's not really that good, but it still is. It's situationally fantastic, but... Yeah, sure. How often is the situation? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, th- I think it'll be yeah um, at one point actually. 
Yeah, I was thinking three, so yeah, over. Under. It's a two pointer. <laughs> One, two, and three, okay. <laughs> I think its biggest problem is probably that it takes up the heroic slot. Yeah. yeah. Because these X Wings only have one. So, moving on, then we have the Fantastic, which personally is my favorite upgrade card, and I really look forward to seeing how much it can break things. So, the modification Overdrive Thrusters. Mm -hmm. While you perform a red boost, a red uh, barrel roll, or a red slam, you must use a template of one speed higher if able. On Poe, Overdrive Thrusters over under 5.5. On pole, okay. On pole, yeah. Yeah, that's tricky. <laughs> because that, it'll and, be and so that, valuable. That's, that's assuming that it will be probably initiative costed. I was yeah. gonna say this one's gotta be because. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I'm gonna say over. Uh, on pole. Ooh. Yeah, I heard people suggest ten points. For this. Yeah. I'd I'd pay ten for that on an i6 ace. This is a unique one, right? Um. Yes, it is. It is unique. It is yeah. unique. Yeah, you can't. And that actually out. tends to bring down the price. Yeah, but you you put the price at what? Five point five. Five point five. Okay, over. Okay, so Geesley goes over. Mark Red. goes over. Start. Uh, a mod. Um. What are you putting on? Pole. What mod are you putting on pole? No, no, no. I'm just uh, trying to think about how they would be costing this as to what shit can take it and trying to like feel then how it'll be on pole. But yeah, sure. Um, I, I think five is like dead on. Okay, but I said 5.5, .5, so five yeah, under. I think under. Grade eight. Wow. Okay, then we have the much battered and semi-destroyed R2-D2 in, the, in his worst shape of his life on in the resistance. Four charges. During the end phase, you may spend one charge and one shield to remove one red token. Or, during the end phase, if you have no active shields, you may spend two charges to recover one shield and gain a deplete token. Oh, this has to be cheap. Under. So it can cheap. it can technically it can if you don't use it for removing tokens, then it can uh, recover two shields at the cost of a deplete before you even activate. So you can do a blue next turn and clear it. Yeah. So it for shield regen it's actually not bad, but you can only use it once all your shields are gone. Mm -hmm. Whereas compare it to the existing R two D two. He's like uh, nine points, right? Uh, ten With points three on uh, agility three. Yeah, but he's yeah, in but he's initiative is... based, and we're gonna do this on pose. So that's a two, agility, a two agility, and that is, I think, it's seven points for an archer astromech, and it's probably then eight or nine for R two D two. Eight for R two D two, who has three charges. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, seven I'm, for R two. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say under. Yeah, and I've gone eight point five. Yeah, if that's too high. I think so. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'll go under in this one as well. What about you, Mark? 
what did we set it at? 8.5? Yeah. 8.5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, under. Otherwise, there's no reason not to just take an R2 astromech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless you want to use it to remove locks. But it's burning a shield the... for a lock is going to be a very niche usage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be a oh fuck usage. Okay. I, 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 I take a shield so that you have to take the target lock action next turn. If my opponent ever says that, I, you know what, even without the R2 astromech, I will gladly trade locks for damage if any opponent ever wants to make that trade. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. In, the, in the end phase. True. Okay. You're going to use it to in, in take, the take interest, as well. In the interest, how low do you think we need to go on, on this? I think it'll be Probably seven. Seven? Yeah. I don't... I think it'll be like five or six. Okay, I will change it in this case then to 6.5. All right. Ooh. Uh, I think I'm still under. I'll say over then. Yeah, I'll say over. I think it's going to be 7 points, same as R2. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, then we have the new, I mean, technically we can call it a cannon. Uh, underslung, underslung blaster cannon. It goes into this little hot point slot. After an enemy ship executes a maneuver, you may perform this attack against it as a bonus attack. Attack requires target lock. Your dice can be modified only by spending a lock for the default effect. It has two. It's a two dice turret. Range one does not add the uh, the range bonus. And it grants mm-hmm. the rotate action. So it's a snapshot on turret, range one, sure. And you have to you have to have the lock and you have yeah. to have the turret facing in the direction where the guy actually ends. Mm-hmm. Right. So on Poe, underslung blaster cannon over under two point five. There is no way to get another cannon or bomb slot on an X Wing, correct? No. Because okay. otherwise uh, that reload is going to be broken. It's not uh, a reload, it's a rotate. It's a oh, rotate, shit. Yeah. Um, under. It's not a good... It's not a card. good upgrade. The only way I put it up there is that bonus attacks are usually priced quite right. high. Right, yeah. Correct. Uh, uh, yeah. And because it's a bonus attack, I'm going to say over. Oh yeah. shit! It's a bonus attack. You know, yeah. you're right. It's uh, it's so over. I'm thinking about yeah. four, maybe five points because it's yeah, a bonus somewhere attack. around that. Because yeah. you know, snapshot is what seven. Yeah. Yeah, but consider the fact that you need to have the target lock ahead of time. Sure. You need to take the target lock last turn, True. not use it, and and have the arc pointed the right way. But it's it's whatever ship you've got target locked. You fly near where you think they're going to be. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you've but, still got it's a free two dice attack. Yeah, but think about how big you know. Let's say it's your side arc. How how much board space do you actually cover with a side arc out to range one? Yeah. And then that guy has to fly in there. Yeah, yeah. But you're missing one thing. This is also a secondary weapon. You can also just shoot from this. No. Oh uh, yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah, you target lock. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, you have the worst turret in history. 
Sure. Notice that the little missile symbol is there, so it is not three dice at range one. It's only two. Mm -hmm. I it's mean, not but good, but it's definitely yeah. It's I'm gonna go under. It's it's bonus no over over. Providing yeah. an extra arc okay. on an I six. I I I think it'll be. I'm, I I, I'm I agree. I we we need to bump it up. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna put it up to. I'm only gonna go up to three point five. Okay. Are you I'm, still oh, all over? I'm I'm over. still over. Yeah. yeah. Okay, four point five. Under. Over. I'm okay, thinking now Kiste, now Kiste over. Under. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm gonna call it a five point upgrade. Yeah, I'm thinking four. I'm, okay. I'm about five five or something. Yeah. Because it does give you a lot more of the, well, if I read this wrong, I still get an attack on him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And, okay. And can you imagine uh, soon to have a side a side arc? If only. Yeah, I mean, thankfully Poe is not soon to hear. No, um, but but this, you know, he's he's trying to compete in that <laughs> in that division, and that true. might do something. Then finally, we have the new A-wing specific talent. So we're gonna price this as if it went on Merle, because that's the A-wing we were talking about. So starboard slash. After you fully execute a maneuver, you may choose one enemy ship you move through. That ship gains one strain token. Then, if you are in that ship's firing arc, you gain one strain token. Ah. I'm going to say under, and i got to yeah. step away. I'll be back in a sec. Yeah, under. <laughs> under. I agree. Under. Under 2.5? Under yeah. You think it's that yeah. bad? No. I don't think it's that bad, but I think it, they will you price it. You think it's it. a two-point upgrade? I think it's a... No. I think it's probably... More expensive upgrade, but I think they are. This is a little bit of an more of a RC one fix, yeah, than, than an RC two. So I'm think I'm guessing they will price it quite cheap. So yeah, After, two, yeah. Points, two points. I mean, parsing this uh, enemy ship, you move through that ship is case one strain token. Because okay, you if have... you are in that ship's firing arc, you gain one strain token. But it's so much better on the RC two, Gizli. It is. It is. Because there but... you can fly over them, turn your gun, take a focus. Yeah, but right. you're, you're still competing against heroic. That's the thing. Well, only if you fly the I-1s. All the other ones have two talent slots. Sure. Yeah. Do you think this will be inverse initiative cost? No. Why not? You have full information yeah. on the on the card. Uh, yeah. You know, on on the lower initiatives. I agree, but I still don't think it will. No. Mm. Because I don't think they will do that. I'm gonna say two points, so under. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I see your. Yeah. I see your under. I think this one I'm gonna hold. All right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So, are we done? With I everything? think we're done. Oh wow. So, uh, shoutouts then. Is Mark went away? What? Mark yeah, so shout away. out to Mark for coming to the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I can, I can do the first shout out. You do that. Uh, first of all, I want to shout out to the Nexus guys. We are meeting 
meeting at Discord now. I mean, everybody's at home, social distancing and stuff like that. So, and we played, we are playing X-Wing through TTS and Vassal. And Among Us. And Among Us, <laughs> yes. We played Among Us the other day. And also, I want to do give a huge shout out to Alex Watkins, who apparently is no longer with FFG. I have no idea why, but no, he, he doesn't really go into that. No, 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 but he will be missed. Oh, for sure. Super missed. I mean, it's so typical. I mean, we get some somebody with Alex uh, Watkins' ambition to make the competitive scene yeah. so great. And then the competitive but, scene goes away. Uh, yeah, completely. Just, ah. Oh. Uh, I hope we get somebody really good when COVID goes away. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is Watkins gone? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Oh, I wish him all the best. Yeah. Watkins will, is awesome people. Yeah. Absolutely. He will definitely be missed. <sighs> okay. Next shout out. Who wants uh, to go Mark? next? Mark? Do you want I'll, to I'll go with a bit of a different and atypical shout out. Further to my rant that I gave Gizli last episode, my shout outs oh, yeah. to those of you that it. are my shout outs to those of you that are playing X Wing and still enjoying it and not being a dick to your opponent. Keep doing <laughs> what you're doing. You're, you're adults playing with plastic spaceships for the fun of it. Yeah. And I like each and every one of you that do that. If you're being a dick to your opponent, you're dead to me. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> <laughs> Unless your opponent is egg and he deserves it. Oh sure, sure. I mean, I heard I heard he flies uh, spam text now. See, I'd say how come he doesn't play X-wings. He does. He actually does. Wait. Oh, and he also loses, right? Yeah. Yeah, based him badly. Yeah, uh, because of you came in and said, "Oh, but he knows about the Kraton of Yeah. Well, are you saying that you're one of those people who tried to pull a missed opportunity on your opponent? <laughs> exactly. Missed, op missed opportunity? What? Uh, we were doing dials. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> what do you mean? You're... No, you you just moved. No, we didn't move anything. Took a tractor and didn't move the turret. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> You took a tractor to move the ship, but you didn't move the turret. That's yeah, that's happened. the first time, but that's yeah. not what he's mad about. I oh, went into that room several times because Gisli and I were watching the game uh, yeah. and, and all kinds of shenanigans. I like it taking tractors, but not moving turrets. and That happens on those two ships. You know, that's, that's, there's a turret. word for that. I'm trying to think of. I think it's Nobody called... asked you. <laughs> it's called, yeah, called cheating. But I mean, it, you cannot play six Petronarchies and expect not to be followed closely and called out on everything. I mean, that's just right. <laughs> actually were, the, 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 the moving of the turrets was the service because they were supposed to be front. Yes, I, that was actually to help you. Yeah. Um, uh, well, that, that was the correct thing to do. I mean, I, sh I, I can't can't take a, a tractor and not move the turrets. No. Sure. Mm. 
and secondary to that shout out, it's going to be just to the whole X-Wing Slack crew. You're the last bastion of sanity in this community. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't talk about the Slack crew. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. There's no yeah, X-Wing Slack. There's no no such thing as Slack. No, nobody knows that. True. Let's keep it wholesome. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, I want to shout out uh, Stephen Valent, uh, who I talk to quite a lot. He lives somewhere in the U.S. Um, and he is part of the Blast Doors, uh, this uh, team that I'm sort of part of, I guess. I'm a non-playing part of the team. Uh, and we had a fantastic time watching uh, a game on TTS with one of our teammates um, and well, that was Joel Sprinkle and he won and it was fantastic and now the Blast Doors are in the final of the Steel City X-Wing tournament so yeah I guess I am a European helping the American team who uh, went into top four against three European teams and now we're still there it's the, it's the Germans versus the Americans and you're and telling all... me you're backing the U.S. all the way. I'm just preventing their mistakes, I think. No. I think they are really, really great guys. It's a great team. They made top four last time. So we switched out a player. Turned out that was not the problem. <laughs> no, it was Dutch. He's great. Um, so uh, really good. Uh, I look forward to, uh, to the finals, who is going to be this Sunday, I think, most of the games. So let's see. Last doors. Hype. And aid. Yeah. I'll just, on that note I'll just shout out to Jesper. That's true. How's your singing voice voice, Jesper? I assume it's glorious. It gotta be. Must yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, are we done? Well, then, just a reminder that because it's Worlds, I think we do have to put it in that another year of X-Wing Worlds has come and gone on the calendar, and Ollie is still our reigning champ. True. True. Ollie, Ollie, Ollie. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. He's coming for your three, Peteever. <laughs> oh, does this count as two, you think? I think it's, he counts. He's a reigning champ since since 2019. If he wins 2021, it's an undefeated streak. Yeah, yeah. I mean, three times, three years running champ. That's yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, he's been a great champ. Yeah. He is exactly what the community needed to try and get through the dark times. Yeah. He's absolutely good. top ten most wholesome person in the planet, Ollie Pocknell. Yeah. And let's be honest, that news video after he won was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Fantastic, yeah. That was fast. <laughs> I forgot about that. That How cape. Can... That cape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We should invite him on again soon, Gisley. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's sure. also been on, what, two times? No. Rather... Only once. Oh, yeah. No, no, only twice. Once. Twice. No. Only once. Okay, this is uh, we 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 get back into the kindergarten level of debates here. <laughs> anyway, let's let's stop this episode.
Okay, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Bye, everybody. Bye. I miss you, Hawkon. dropped out guys yeah have you followed the, the the news and the articles right from the hip that's great who dropped out oh all of you dropped out did somebody drop it's out okay i'm here no yeah yeah no 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 i'm I here i just didn't hear i just didn't hear you no no Hello? you dropped out but you're <laughs> recording so <laughs> Am I here? Okay. Quick, let's talk what we really feel about Gizli right now. Yeah. Can can you dick. guys hear me? You are, yes. Hello. Okay, great. Hello. Hello. Okay, okay, yes. continue, Yes, Gizli, we can hear you. Yes, we can hear you. <laughs> okay, can continue you hear, talking. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. Okay. Good work there. I'm think I, I'm sure the editor will thank you, obviously. Okay. So. Hello. Hello. Do you guys? Hello there. Do you guys hear me? Wow. Yes. Better. Okay. Just to confirm, Gizly, can you repeat after me? I am a dick. I am a dick. Yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Very good, ladies and gentlemen. Now. Okay. Great. <laughs>